Yeah, she's literally withholding her grandbaby from her husband's mother. I mean, it sounds awful, right? You know, on paper, but in reality, would you do the same thing if if your mother-in-law was acting this exact same way? Would you withhold her from actually seeing her grandchild? We'll talk about stay on the show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Yep, it's another episode of Certified Mama's Boy. By the way, we're getting very close. I think Friday's going to be our 600th episode of this show. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Thank you for being here. Uh, this is a podcast, by the way, based in three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey, on this 18th day of October. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Let's play a round of trash or treasure. It's been quite some time since we've done one of these. And what's the deal, mom? You haven't been thrift shopping as much? I really haven't. Mm-mm. Oh, I've been nice. clearing out. Remember, I was clearing oh, yeah. out for a long time. But so, now I'm back in it. Trash or treasure is where my mom brings something that she got from the thrift shop to the podcast. Uh, she'll give you a description. Certified fans, you'll be able to see it on the certified fans page. Then we decide, is it trash or is it treasure? And uh, I, I just a little backstory is that my mom friggin' just well, has so much stuff in her house. Like, <laughs> I guess it's gotten a little bit better. Um, I, I have not signed off on that, but there's no real, mm, what's the word, mom, theme to your house? No, there is a theme. It's called eclectic. Yes. Just there's a little bit of every design, just all mishmashed in, uh, in together. Things you so. love. So. Buy things you love and they'll find a place in your home. I, you've, you're proving that. Um, uh-huh. So... What we'll do is we'll decide because I just I think some things that she gets from the thrift shop are just kind of trash. And I'm like, why do you bring this trash into your house? Uh, so we'll we'll help her decide. Is it trash or do you honestly think this is a treasure that she found? OK, mom, what do you have for today? OK, today I want to tell you about a Chinese vase that I found at a con- is actually at a consignment shop. So, you know, consignment shops are different than thrift stores. Right. So. Wait, uh, and what's the difference between the two? Just so well, I'm clear. Con- consignment sh- um, stores, people are actually selling their merchandise and they get a portion of the proceeds and the shop gets a portion of the oh, proceeds. Oh, okay. Thrift it's, shop people just donate it. They just donate it. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's this wonderful consignment shop in Roswell that I love to go to and I just bought a lamp there a couple of weeks ago, but I don't think it was that great of a deal. Um, but this... When I was there, I saw this face and I was like, ooh, I love that. But it was $40 and I'd already spent over $100. I try not to spend $100 or more. And I said, no, I'm just going to leave it alone. Well, had a problem with the lamp, so I took the lamp back. Well. <laughs> not to get my money back, but just to help me with a harp. And they did, and it was great. And lo and behold... There was that vase at the front of the store, and it had just been marked down to $20. Okay. And I said, okay, it's mine. Now, and I was so excited. My mom has a thing for vases, apparently, because we've done, we've done a vase in the past <laughs> where she bought this very gaudy. No. Uh, it was almost like – it almost like to me looked like um, – 
like Paris style. I don't know. What would you say? Mom, what was the style of that last lamp? I mean, the last vase. It's Italian. Yeah. Italian. Like, but it would almost look like, like, um, you know, like when you go to Vegas and like <laughs> things look like they're fancy, but they're not really that fancy. <laughs> like it kind of really looked plastic. like plastic. It looked like Olive Garden. Um, that's probably the best <laughs> way to describe it. <laughs> it wasn't my favorite. So now um, we know this is Chinese porcelain, right? Uh, uh-huh. My mom has just sent me a picture of it. Do you want to describe it to everybody? Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, fortunately, you know, I found it on eBay. And I get so excited when that happens. And mm. it's, it's how did you, by the way, how did you find this on eBay? What do you do to, I, to search this out? It's very specific. I take a picture of it on Google. Okay, and then mm-hmm. Google's able to find it on. Uh huh. Okay, got it. Wherever. It's pretty smart for you. That. Pretty tech savvy. Yeah, I love doing that. I do that yeah. with a lot of my things. Um, it this is described as a vintage, unique, rare Chinese porcelain flat vase. Okay. On eBay, two hundred and fifty U.S. dollars in stock. Well, describe it though. How would you, I mean, obviously you and I are looking it's at a picture, a f- but most people are going to be listening to this. I think it's actually called a flask vase because- How, how big is it? It's about 12 inches tall. Okay. And maybe- wow, it's big. Maybe eight inches wide, six or eight inches wide. Um, well, it makes a statement. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say. <laughs> I, I can think of plenty of statements about this vase. <laughs> And it looks grand on this table. And I have a Chinese emperor who's all done in green. Oh, it looks fabulous. Okay, anyway. let me let me describe the face. You're not yeah. describing it. Yeah. So it's like, it hey. almost looks like... Um, it's a flask. Yeah, flask probably would describe it best. Like mm-hmm. it's a foot tall. It's got kind of like a longer neck. Mm-hmm. It has like two... Is that wooden handles on the no. side? Is it also porcelain? It's porcelain. Okay, so it's like these two little handles on the top of it. Mm-hmm. And it's got this uh, these cherubs, these little angels mm-hmm. uh, kind of floating around in the middle of it with some vines and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, uh, I, I don't know whose home this would look good in. Um, Mine. But, mm, <laughs> uh, certified fans, you can see the photo. We'll put it up on the certified fans page so that you can see. I mean, I, I would consider this one trash. I mean, yes, you oh. may find it on eBay. <laughs> this is so like for oh. me, trash or treasure to me is like, what am I going to throw out hmm. the second my mom dies? And oh, or, no. or what am I going to keep? This mm-hmm. will probably go right into the trash pile. Uh-huh. So. For me, that's why I I would consider this one um, this one trash, Mom. Just because it's on eBay for two hundred and fifty dollars uh-huh. doesn't mean it's worth two hundred and fifty dollars. Well, that means like, if I could someone put, else I could put wants my, it, they're going to have to pay that much for well, it. Well, yeah, on but, eBay. but no one's but no one's buying it. Oh, <laughs> no one's you buying know? it for it may that be price gone today. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's a, there's a rush. I don't think there's a rush for this vase. But you really you really love this one, huh? I do. I think it's very unique and it's beautiful and it's got great colors in it. Looks great on this this black lacquered table that I have with some other uh, oriental things and mm, I love it. Well, I'll let you go. Um, I'll let you go see it and you can uh, <laughs> you can decide on the certified fans page if it is actually is trash. Like if you saw that, would you be like, oh, that's that's kind of trash? Even if it is worth two fifty, like in your mind, is it trash or is it treasure? And uh, if you're a certified fan, boom, you got it right there. If you want to join us and you can see more content like this, just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. 
I had a real uh, Beauty and the Beast moment this weekend, and I'm kind of oh. wondering what what Nancy Yancey would have done in this. And not not the good part of Beauty and the Beast. There's no oh. sweet story at the end of this. So, oh. remember the the beginning of Beauty and the Beast, where they're telling the story about how the prince became the beast because this woman who was like all old and haggard came to the door mm-hmm. and knocked on the door, and she's like, "I need a food," and he's like, "No, you're a crazy old lady," and then. Uh, she was like, well, okay, I'm going to turn you into a beast or something like it's something like that. I don't remember. Right. right Basically right. that was the, the beginning of beauty of the beast. Yeah. So this weekend I'm going to get gas and I pull into the gas station, fill up, get back in my car. As I am sitting there, I see a woman who appears to be, um, uh, I don't want to say she looked, she looked homeless, but she kind of did look homeless. Okay. Um, what does that look like? Uh, like clothes, maybe not, but like uh, just the clothes look dirty kind of and like and- unkempt. Hair looked, un- you know, just just yeah. no makeup on. Just mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like not somebody that looked like they just came from their house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, mean, mm-hmm. I hate to say it that way, but it just mm-hmm. looks like someone that just didn't didn't come from a home. Um, mm-hmm. And she came up to me up to the car window, uh-huh. and in my head, I'm instantly like, okay, I have a feeling that she's about to ask me for some money. Right. Like it just seemed like the ideal moment where she would, I mean, we've, we've been here, we've all been here a hundred times at the gas station before. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so typically I will entertain them. Do I have any money? I'll, you know, I didn't, I'll give it to him. I didn't have any money this time, but I did not even roll my window down. I was like, no, 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 no. Like I didn't even want to like, she's like, just, just one second, one second. And I didn't even roll my window down to like give her the time of day. And because I, I just knew in my head, I was like, I know exactly what this is going to be. Like, mm-hmm. this is going to be a, Hey, you know, I'm down on my luck or, mm-hmm. Hey, my car's broken or, Hey, you know what? Like, I knew the story was coming. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want to, I didn't have any money anyway. So I was just mm-hmm. like, I don't want to, I just don't want to do it right now. I just don't, I just don't feel like doing it. So I drove away and instantly in that moment, I was like, oh my God, this is literally the beginning of Beauty and the Beast. Mm. And then she turns into a beautiful maiden and then mm. turns him into a beast for mm. being so rude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I that's like all I can think about for the last two days now, I'm just kind of like, oh my God, Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of feel guilty about it. Like There's, there's a sense of guilt mm. for driving away from this woman and like not at least hearing her out. Um you know, so well, I don't know. Like, what in this moment? What would what would Nancy Yancey have done? And then we'll take it. Like, we'll back it out from there. We'll be like, what do you think most people would have done in that situation? Like, would you have just driven off, or would you like? I don't know. Like, because I'm like, man, that's like a human being. You know, like no matter what, that's yeah. like just just to like drive off is kind of a rude, rude ass thing to do. Yeah. Even though I know exactly where this is going, you know, like I know exactly yeah. where this is going. I have to you assume. Don't no, I don't know. But if I if I if I had to bet on it, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been stopped too many times in situations like this where it's been like, okay, like you know, mm-hmm. um, mom, what what would Nancy Yancey have done in this moment? Like, would you have stopped? Of course, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? I knew this was coming. Yes, I would have rolled down my window. And I would have listened to her plight. And if I could help her, I would. If I couldn't help her, I would apologize 
And if there were some recommendations I could give her for someone that could help her, I would do that. Um, if she needed gas in her car, I would probably fill her car up. You would have gas. filled her car up. Like you would have given her yeah. gas money. Yeah, unless I had really oh, felt like she was trying, she was a scammer. You know, sometimes you can really pick up on the fact that they're. I just feel like they're all scammers. Is that yeah. bad? Yes, because they aren't. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of sad people out there who are on in hard times and are legitimately trying to make it through the day. So, anytime. What do you think? You what do you think help, most people would have done? Exactly what you did. Mm-hmm. I I don't know honestly like I don't know that anybody would have really stopped. Mm-hmm. Like, am I wrong? Well, like, other than did. Nancy Yancey, somebody did. I guarantee you. Like, I just don't know you that know, anybody I carry, else. I carry some five dollar bills around in my car. Of course you do. And <laughs> and it's really do. like to tip my bag boys or to tip anybody that's helping me. Um, if that ever happens, and it never really does, but um, or just to give it to someone. I mean, what's five dollars going to hurt me? Nothing, you know. These people I, on the side of the road and stuff. If I'm close to them, there. There was a woman this week when I got off the exit. I was stopped there, and she didn't have anybody with her, but she had a cardboard sign, and she looked like she may have been thirty, but she yeah. didn't. She didn't look. Bad. I mean, she looked fairly healthy, but she said, single mom with two kids need help. Well, that was all I needed to know. I only had three fives, so I gave her all three of them. Do you, do you feel like that, like that's only making the situation worse though? Well, you know, I don't know that it is. I mean, it's certainly not helping them long term. Yeah. You know, I'm all about that. I'm all about helping people long term. But in those kind of situations, Honestly, if if you feel like that's all you can do, then do that, right? I, I mean, just it did that fifteen dollars or whatever it was didn't hurt me. I'm it not might typically have one her. like it I will. I would have. say I don't know. Maybe she went and got some drugs. Maybe she if went I, and got some alcohol. I don't know. But I will typically if I like for example if I have a dollar on me. And yeah. like I'm stopped at a red light and somebody asked for, for change or whatever. Like I'll, I'll give it to them. Yeah. But I don't know. When somebody comes up to me at a gas station, mm-hmm. for some reason, it just feels different. Yeah. And I'm not even sure what the difference is. I'm not sure like why that feels different. Yeah. But to me, it just feels a little scammier. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, right. if you're ever near a restaurant and somebody's hungry, you know, go buy them some food or take them in the restaurant and let them buy their own food and you pay for it. I just didn't, I don't even know why. I just didn't, didn't even want to hear. Okay, so I want to know, like, let's get this conversation started on Certified Fans page. Would you, and you can always call us too, please, 888-Kramer8. Like, am I a jerk for not stopping and like hearing this woman out and like, because again, and maybe even taking it to the next step and like filled her car up. Like, is that, was that a rude thing to do? Cause I wouldn't like, is that, is that a bad human thing to do? Cause I wouldn't take the time to do that. Listen, there is a guy on Facebook called MD motivator. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. It's on TikTok too. Yeah. I want to, I want to be that guy. 
<laughs> That's so want to be him. He's just a guy that goes around and basically oh. asks people to do something minimal. You know, like, right. hey, I'm, you know, I need a dollar for, you know, yeah, whatever, cup of coffee. Do you mind giving it to me? And right. if they do, then he gives them like $500 or whatever. Yeah, I love that. Oh, it's so <laughs> love to do that. Let's get the conversation. I just don't know if most people, if you would have driven off uh, about that as well. Really quick, I've had a request to bring this up this year. I just don't know if financially everyone is able to be in the same mindset that we were this time last year. I'd, I'd like to, but I feel we need to like, make our mind up today if we're going to do this or not. Remember last year, last Thanksgiving, I'm sorry, last Halloween, I, I said, listen, I know there's got to be some of y'all that can afford to do king-size candy bars for Halloween this year. Hmm. There's... COVID was last year. Halloween sucked for the kids. Let's do it big for anybody that can. Why don't we make it really exciting for some? Because there's nothing better, literally nothing better than doing king size candy bar, or getting a king size candy bar when you were a kid. Like you would literally hit the jackpot if some, or even, sorry, not, not king size, full size. That's all I'm talking about. Full size bars, not king size, full size candy bars. Um, and so. We, you know, and a bunch of you guys did it. And I feel like your stories about how it actually went were awesome. Like just to hear the excitement of the kids, you know, because you know that mom, right? There's nothing better than getting a full size bar. That was like the pinnacle of Halloween. It's like the jackpot. Yeah. So (laughs) I, I wanted, I'm thinking about after request and I forget who requested it. um, I'm thinking about asking us to do it again. But I just don't know if financially it feels the same this year as it did last year. Um, I went to CVS not too long ago to go pick up a, uh, some candy for a bit that we do on the radio. And literally, y'all, like a, like just a bag of candy. Okay. I don't even, I don't even have maybe 100 pieces in there or whatever. It's $30. Yeah. It's $30. expensive now. Just uh, there was a study yeah. that came out or a survey came out today that said that. I think candy prices are up. Let me give you the exact number of this. Um, I know. I mean, like everything else, right? Like mm-hmm. everything else is going up, going up, going yep. up. I mean, it's just insane. Like, like I, I think about how much my grocery bill used to be mm-hmm. and I compare that to now and I'm like, mm-hmm. God, it is like a lot. <laughs> okay. Yes. Like it's a lot more. Um, no. then it, I mean, I'm talking like maybe it used to be like 40 bucks. Now it's like 70, $75 mm-hmm. for the same stuff. Yeah. You, you folks with kids are, I know it's tough. Um, if you plan, I, this is, let me see, this is from, this is from NPR. If you plan on giving out candy for the holidays, you're paying 13% more mm. according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. That comes out to about $2 increase on a $15 bag of candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the the largest yearly jump in candy prices that's ever been recorded. The price jumped 2% since August. Sugar prices have also spiked, by the way, 17%. So it's just, so what do we think, Ma? Should we... Should we try to do it again? Should we recommend that everyone or do you, can we just not afford it this year? Like is, is everybody just feeling like strapped as hell and like just watching every penny that you're spending and booking one bedroom um, Airbnbs instead of two to save money? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's been my cut this year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, everyone's situation is different, but I, I don't feel the necessity for it this much as I did before. Right after the pandemic, it just doesn't feel as Mm-mm, it doesn't it doesn't feel as exciting to me, okay, um, as it did before. And you know, times are hard, and there'll probably be a lot of people that won't even do trick or treat this year. 
because you, know, of the, you think because of the giving, money as as far as giving candy out. Wow, yeah, because maybe they can't afford it. Maybe so. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, um, so I. I would. I want to know your feelings on that too. Like, how are you feeling about like Halloween candy? Should we like do it as a group again? Because it was really cool last year, but I just don't know. It has the same sentiment this year. Yeah. Uh, you can call me, text me, whatever. Let me know. We'll or, you know talk about it on the certified fans page. Yeah. All right, mom. Let's get to our quote for today. Okay, it's from Young Pre- Young Pueblo. <laughs> I do not wish to change the past. It made me who I am today. I only want to learn from it and live in a new way. If you could have that attitude about all the mistakes you had made in your life, what a difference that would make. Like, I'm sorry that happened. That was really wrong of me. I made the wrong decisions. I messed up. But I'm going to forgive myself and I'm going to really look at that situation and really determine what the lesson is for me in in that. Yeah. And how do I not make that mistake again? Do you um do you really live your life that way? Do I? Mm-hmm. Not in every situation, no. Because <laughs> again, not. this is the same woman that, that wouldn't, you know, fill a woman's car up. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've done I that about, know, about some things, but not everything. Yeah, I I, I struggle with that. I don't really look at my um, uh, at my L's, if you will, mm-hmm. as wins. Mm-hmm. I, I more see them as L's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I beat myself up a lot, you know, mm-hmm. um, there's things that I've done romantically in the past that like, I feel even guilty about mm-hmm. and still kind of affect me to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was kind of going through my divorce, being a little messy. Yeah. And I don't know that I'm at a point. Cause like when you hurt somebody, it's different. It's not like, Oh my God, like I missed a decimal point on a spreadsheet. Or you hurt yourself. I hurt myself. I feel like when you hurt somebody else, can you still, I mean, I guess the answer is we should be able to, right? Mm-hmm. But I just don't know that I, I can. Yeah. Well, you should only because, and every time I say that, I think about Joel who said, when you're preaching, never should on people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is not a sermon. Uh, <laughs> You, but you really should try to look at the situation and see where you could have done it differently. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if it's possible to apologize to someone, then do that. If not, you know, forgive yourself for beating yourself up because there is, there's nothing good that comes from us continuously beating ourselves up for something we cannot or will not change. Yeah. I mean, it makes no sense. There is nothing good that comes from that. Nothing good. It is true. It's a good point, mother. Yeah. That's why you're the mom and I'm just the the son. (laughs) (laughs) My advice wouldn't have been as good on that. Um, uh, Cozy Earth Sheets is a sponsor of our podcast. We're very happy to have them on here. Are you sleeping on the world's most comfortable sheets? And if you're not, this is a great offer to get you on the world's most comfortable sheets. 
It's not just me that thinks that my mom now has owns a pair of cozy earth sheets. That was oh. her birthday present from uh, my my brother and my sister and myself this year. On my also, bed right now, I love them. Yeah, tell why, mom. Why don't you tell them about cozy earth sheets? Oh my gosh, it's it's so sen- sensational. It's like wrapping yourself in a cloud. It <laughs> feels so soft and so luxurious. And honestly, you know, I wondered about them because they're so lightweight. I wondered how well they would do when the when the air was chillier and it got started getting colder, yeah. which it has now. You yeah. know, we don't ever turn on heat or air in, in the nighttime, and it's been you know in the forties and fifties here the last couple of nights, and they've been just great. Oh no, they're very cozy. Well, um, that's what the, the bamboo. Sh- mm-hmm. That's what makes makes them different is because they actually they're way more. They work with your body better, mm-hmm. your body temperature to regulate it better. Mm-hmm. So it's better than cotton. So if you've never, if you don't own a, a set of these cozy earth sheets, I hope that you'll go take a look at them. We've got forty percent off right now, and they've got two brand new colors. They got the olive and they got the navy, so it can match your bedroom set. Whatever you get working over there, they've got uh, the colors that are going to match that. Go to cozyearth.com. Cozyearth.com. My coupon code Kramer four. Don't forget, you're also going to get a a 10-year warranty and a 100-night sleep guarantee on these things. You will love them. They will last you for 10 years. I promise you, you'll spend less on these sheets with that 40% off than you will on sheets if you just, for the next 10 years, just keep buying them and they keep wearing out, right? CozyEarth.com. Coupon code is Kramer40. Go do that. Kramer40, okay? Also, uh, Athletic Greens is a sponsor of our podcast today. Start taking Athletic Greens and AG1. Uh, it's a daily powder, by the way. I started taking it because I heard about it on a different podcast, and I was trying to uh, regulate myself a little bit better, and <laughs> it it did the job. It did the job and more, you know? Um, mm-hmm. It's 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day outright. Um, it's literally anything you're trying to work on. Like, like if you have so many good things in your body, this is working on almost every system in your body from your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, your aging, literally all the things it is working on at all times. And it's, you know, it's less than $3 a day. So if you're, you know, if you're waking up and you're, you know, going to Starbucks, spending $6 on a cup of coffee. That's only going to make you more tired by the end of the day. You know, or really 30 minutes later, you lose that energy. How about like fuel your body, right? Give this 30 days and see how much bo- better your body is feeling because if you're feeling sluggish, you're tired. Like if right now you're listening to this and you're feeling tired. Say, I'm going to give this 30 days and I'm going to see how my body feels. And honestly, even if you're not going to give this a shot yet, Will you just go check out their website? Because even when you just go look at their website, we still get credit for it. So you can at least go take a look at the product, right? But I really do hope you'll take 30 days, 30 days to try Athletic Greens and see how you're feeling. And to make this easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We will say hello to certified fans really quick. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for supporting our podcast. These are people that can contribute $6 a month. And in turn, you get a whole bunch of bonuses. Like, for example, in just today's show alone, so far, you will have uh, exclusively seen this vase my mom thinks is a treasure. <laughs> she says it's worth $250, even though I don't think anyone's bought it yet. 
It's, it's on there for 250. Um, you'll, you get to see that. And like the conversations of the show to see how, if you feel the same way everyone else does, you know, plus it's really what pays the bills. So if you want to help support, Oh man, we need, we honestly got to need three people this month. Um, it's so only the we, 18th. Don't be well, disheartened. I mean, literally, this is the end of the month. <laughs> so we have mixed. We have uh, passed the halfway point, people. Oh, come on. Somebody's out there right now thinking about it. And they're going to pull the plug. I know that. I hope so. I hope you'll do it. Yeah. I hope you'll, hope you'll pull the plug. I think that's when you, when you die. Um, oh, but no. I hope you'll pull the trigger. trigger. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's Don't, don't die about it. It's not that serious. I promise. <laughs> it is not that serious for you to uh, to pass away over it. Um, but you can pull the trigger and support us by texting the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. It's the easiest process to sign up every month. It's just boop, 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 boop. And then you know that we are able to keep producing uh, medium quality entertainment shows for you <laughs> on uh, on a daily basis. So since we don't have anybody new today, we're going to spin the wheel of certified fans. I mean, somebody's going to get the show dedicated to them. We've got a, over, a little over 450 um, certified fans all over the country that support our show. So oh, let's uh, spin our wheel. Let's see how we do. Today's certified fan is. I don't hear the music. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> 145. <laughs> certified fan number oh. 145 today. It goes back a ways. Tina M. Tina M. from San Diego has been here with us since June of 2020. I hope, I mean, that's a long time to support our podcast. It so, Tina, just know that we're, we're so that's thankful. Been, it's almost from the get go. Yeah, literally the second week we did it, I think. So yeah. that's awesome. Thank you for your loyalty. That really, really, really means a ton to us. So mm-hmm. thank you for being a part of it. Love you for that. You deserve some extra love. We're going to give it to you. Mama, show her some love. Okay. Whoop, whoop to Tina M. So grateful for you. Yeah, thank you. Really yeah. appreciate that. It's awesome. And you can join us. Just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Also, in case you didn't get your uh, – I saw some love on the Certified Fans page today for my mom's motivational text that we send out on Monday. Oh, this is yes, free. It's a free you. service. Mm-hmm. Um, just just a little, puts a little positivity in your life. Uh, it's just it's called uh, Mama Text, and it's free to join. If you don't get Mama Text yet, you can just text the word uh, HELLO to 833-MAMA, M-A-M-A, text. 833-M-A-M-A-T-E-X-T. Hello. Text the word hello. And you'll get motivational text from my mom every single Monday. So that'll come, um, yeah, next week. All right, mom, let's do our, um, what are we doing? We're doing Ask, Ask My, my mom, mom Today. Mm-hmm. This is an advice segment that we do on Tuesday, Thursday. If you ever have a dilemma that you want us to talk through, give you some motherly advice. My mom's been a mom now for 43 years. She's had dealt with a lot of things, but their kids are brought to her. So hopefully she can give you some advice as well. Just go to certifiedmamasboy.com, submit your story uh, under contact us. And then my mom will be able to, uh, to give you advice. And then hopefully we, as your podcast family can give you some advice as well to help you solve your dilemma. All right, mom, what's today? Dear mama, Nancy, my husband's mom has never been my biggest fan, but things reached a boiling point after she demanded her son, my husband, bring our new baby to see her without me, and I'm furious. First, some history. She never approved of me as a wife and daughter-in-law. We didn't fight. We just kept our distance, and things got a lot more peaceful when my husband and I moved away. Once she found out she was going to be a grandma, I hoped things would get better. Well, it hasn't. 
My daughter is six weeks old. Her grandma has met her on video calls, but obviously wants to meet her in person. She lives four hours away and doesn't like to drive, so she has been asking my husband to bring our daughter to her. They worked out a weekend to do that, and we were making plans. Then she told him she doesn't want me to come. My initial response was to refuse to let them go, because at this age, my daughter cannot go anywhere without me. My husband said he can work it out, go there for a day, take bottled milk, and it will be fine. Then he got mad at me and said, I'm being unreasonable to try and keep our daughter away from his mom. He says, I need to grow up and be an adult. I told him our daughter is still too young. He asked how many years his mom has to wait and then said it was not a big deal and I'm turning this into a problem. That's when I lost it. I said that his mom is the one making this a huge deal by telling me not to come. As of now, I refuse to let him take her. He is now really angry and has told his whole family I'm being a bee. What should I do? Ugh. Uh, you know, that's so that's so awful when you don't get along with your in-laws. But I'll tell you now, that woman is not just your mother-in-law and the mother of, of your um, husband, but she's the grandmother of your baby. And so I would say, and I don't know what the circumstances are, I don't know who did what to whom, whatever, but I would do everything in my power to try to make it okay for the two of you to be together. I would seriously go with him, and I would have a face-to-face, heart-to-heart talk with her and him, if necessary, and try to work through that problem. Because she's going to be in your life as long as you're married to him, and I hope that's a very long time. And you'll have other, you may have other children as well. So, you, you know, grandparents are special. And, um, yeah, you just want to try to work through that. I mean, you didn't have a good relationship with my grandma, my dad's mom. Mm-hmm. No. So what do you, But what would you I, have done it different? Yeah. I, I mean, I did, I had respect and she was never really ugly to me. I was never really ugly to her. Mm-hmm. We just differed on our opinions about a lot of things. And um, what we did, and we just had enough respect for each other to just get along, you know? We didn't, we didn't have to be lovey-dovey, but she was a good mom to your dad, and she was a good grandma to all of you. Mm-hmm. And, and I loved her and respected her for that, even though she and I personally weren't the closest. So do you feel like she should just step back then? No, not at all. No. No, because this woman is going to be in her life for as long no, as but, she's. But I'm been. saying, like, if she's like, listen, I don't. If if the focus is going to be on the the baby mm-hmm. having a good relationship with the grandma, mm-hmm. and the grandma saying, "I don't want your wife coming," mm-hmm. then would you just recommend that she just 
says, okay, and she just doesn't go? No, I would go. But what if she says, I don't want you to come then? This is, I mean, you're, I, I think you're just creating a false scenario. <laughs> like, well, that's not then, an option. <laughs> like, well, I think, well, yeah, she, everybody should just get along and she'll just go and get along. But mom, you if, know how this stuff can go sometimes. If she says, no, I don't want you to come, then you, the second best thing is to have a phone conversation with her and try to get to the bottom of whatever is happening. I, you know, we have no idea from this what happened before, after, during, whatever. And what we if don't they can't? Know. Let's just let's we we, we got to play worst case scenario here too. I mean, I think that's that be that's great. Yeah, I think it's a good recommendation. Yeah, but what if she's like, no, like it's either, you know, even after they. Okay, first off, first things first. Yeah, I don't think it's your responsibility to do anything. I think this is one hundred percent the fault of your husband for yes. not handling the situation. I agree. I agree um, with that. You shouldn't have to deal with any of this. Right. I think yeah. that the fact that he hasn't stood up yet and said anything to her mm-hmm. and like almost put his foot down mm-hmm. to make it a thing mm-hmm. is uh That is, is not a great. very valid and good point, honey. Absolutely. So I think he should be handling it. But I'm just I'm saying let's just say that all cir- circumstances stayed exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Then what do you do? And she still doesn't want him to come. Yeah. And I she want she, she doesn't want doesn't want, doesn't want her to come. And so mm-hmm. do you still because do you still have withhold the baby then, or do you just have to be the one to bow down and say, okay, mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm going to lose this one. I don't know, boy. I would really be holding my ground. I think, and just saying, look, until until you can act differently, be different, whatever, and we can work this out. It's just it's not going to happen. And. And so the, she shouldn't let the baby go see. She right, shouldn't. Right. Wow. Obviously, she's she's breastfeeding. Oh, um, man. So, you know. I mean, what would you do? In that situation, what would you do? Has anybody been in a spot like this before? Or let's just say this. Just put yourself in her shoes for a second. Would you also say, okay, cool. Like, I guess I won't do it then. I guess I won't. You know, if she doesn't want to go, then or if she doesn't want me to go, then I guess I just won't, you know. I won't go. Are you going to withhold the baby at this point? Because I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think the baby is a little too young to really know what's going on. Oh, for sure. I think this is way more for the grandma at this age mm-hmm. than it is for the baby. No doubt. No doubt. So I think at this point you could withhold the baby, but like if your husband's like, I want to go, <laughs> no. man, this is messy as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? Call us. 888-Kramer8, and let's start this discussion, too, on our certified fans page. All right, Mom, what do you think? That's it for today? I think that's good enough. All right. Well, I love you. Okay, honey, love you forever. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
I got to go act like I know about football tonight. <laughs> um, there's an event over at the Raven Stadium. It's called the uh, Night uh, a Purple Evening. Sorry, a Purple Evening is the official title. A Purple Evening. And it's kind of like an open house, I guess, for the stadium. You can kind of go. You'll see the locker rooms and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know anything about football. So um, <laughs> I'm going to meet Jess here in a little bit to go do that. And then have therapy. And whatever your Tuesday brings to you, I hope it's the greatest day on the face of the earth. Until tomorrow, have a great day. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.